Hello and welcome to another edition of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is your host, John Chance, and my guest today is Laura Fitton. You might actually know her as Pistachio, but she is currently inbound marketing evangelist for HubSpot. Uh, she founded a cool little company called 140, and she is also the co-author of Twitter for Dummies. And today we're going to talk about, well, we're going to talk about marketing, but uh, we'll see where we go. So, Laura, thanks for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. It's an honor. I've been a fan of yours for a long time. Who hasn't really, though, to tell you the truth? <laughs> All my listeners get so tired of hearing things I'm like that. I'm mainly a fan of your modesty. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you you sent me some information on a new tool that a lot of people probably uh, have uh, hopefully have started to hear about. Um, I know people have heard about HubSpot's website grader because I've sent a lot of people there for years and that's been out there and you've kind of um, taken a new uh, twist on that and created something called a marketing grader so um, I'm I'm going to pull mine up and we'll talk about the various aspects of it sure, uh, but, but, sure. Uh, yeah I'll, website grader was insanely popular over 4 million websites were run through it um, and it's it's still up we haven't killed it yet but let me just sort of point to it measured nine things and most of them were on the website itself which was the reality of marketing in 2006. The reality of marketing today is only some of your marketing is going on on your website. A lot is going on on Facebook. A lot is going on on the social web in general, on different platforms. So now we measure 35 different things in Marketing Grader. It's a huge, huge improvement um, in terms of getting granular advice on what you might have an opportunity to fix. There's lots of tactical recommendations you'll see in your report. You do very well. I mean, 90 for ducttapemarketing.com. Congrats. Oh, well, you know, I've just been doing it a long time. <laughs> that helps a lot. <laughs> but, uh, well, no, uh, one of the things I really like about it, too, is, I mean, there is no there is no foolproof tool. I don't care what you create that's going to work for every situation, for every person that's going to measure everything accurately. But for a lot of the folks uh, that listen to my show, a lot of small business owners in general, I mean, they have nothing. They have no benchmark. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> right and, and rather than pay a consultant, you know, for a month's worth of work running through all these things, why not have it for free in 12 seconds, you know, even yeah. if it's not perfect, right? Right. And one of the so things, I, well, I was going to just say one of the things I really love about it too is that um, it, not only says, okay, you've got this or you don't have this, but it, but then it kind of gives some teaching and some advice yeah. about why that aspect's important or, or why it's great that you're doing so well. And I, I think if somebody just goes through it, and even if they score two, uh, they're going to learn something. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's, there's, and, and, you know, look at you, even with a 90 with a, a grade of 93% correct at the top of the funnel, it still has an action item. It says, you know, you, you could use some alt tags on your images. Um, you know, so it's, it's, there's always something new you can try and we, we try and give people something they can take away from it. Again, you know, totally free here. Right. Try this. Well, so one of the things, one of the promises of this tool that, um, I wonder if you can kind of, um, Tell me how this is, is shaking out from, I don't know what, it's been around for a few weeks now, um, the, the idea of, of benchmarking yourself against the competition. Is, is that, um, w- would you say that that part uh, is holding accurate and, and giving people useful information or is that just sort of a toy? We've heard some good things back. Obviously, if you know, the, you can enter up to two competing websites when you run your report. But frankly, if you want to see yourself against more competitors, just keep running the report over and over. There's no limit on how many times you run it. And you'll also notice you don't actually have to give us your email address to run the report. We're 
confident enough that when you read the report and go through the different action items, if you are a good fit for HubSpot, you're going to contact us then. Um, so it's a very, very inbound. Not only are we giving you something for nothing, but we're not really trying to trap you into giving us your email. So run it as many times as you want. Um, the only time when I would say, oh, yeah, it's not going to be that useful looking at your competition is if we miss a big chunk of something, like if we can't find your competitor's Twitter account or we can't find this or that. Most of those early bugs have been worked out. We had a little trouble with the Twitter API the first couple days. Um, I'd say at this point, if we're not finding your competitor's Twitter account, they probably don't have it prominently on their homepage. And so you really are ahead of them on that. Um, you, there's a lot in there about this idea of mobile and having your websites and your marketing efforts really uh, more mobile friendly. And I think that that's an aspect that you're probably seeing, uh, un unfortunately, still in this day and age, probably a lot of really low scores on, I suspect. Absolutely. Mobile is so critical now. And, you know, just the iPhone sort of is great in that it shows you a whole web page. But it's awful in that if you haven't optimized your web page for display on those smartphone screens where most execs are, you know, getting a lot of their email and a lot of their web time these days, you're going to fat finger it, right? You, you try and click a single link and you hit seven of them. You really need to think about how do my emails look when they show up on a mobile phone? How does my website look when it shows up on a mobile phone? How functional are my calls to action when they're being accessed by a smartphone? Super important. And turn off those pop-ups. Because they really oh. screw up <laughs> on a smartphone. Right? <laughs> so, um, obviously, social media, you know, we're, we're done. We're past the point where we have to talk about that being important, but, um, or at least I hope we are. Um, oh, you agree? <laughs> you think it's important? <laughs> but, <laughs> I hadn't noticed. You should try some of it. Oh, wait. <laughs> But, but this tool attempts to sort of measure how effectively somebody is using. I mean, isn't that a little tough if all you're really measuring is is likes and tweets and followers? I mean, effectiveness well, is a real sort of <laughs> relative term, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we're looking for signs that it's not just your raw number of likes, but that, you know, the things you're doing are actually resonating with people and you're, you know, getting people to interact with your content and, and things like that. Um, we're also trying to help people understand a framework. I mean, inbound marketing, we've always expressed it as, look, first you, got to have, you have to get found. Then you have to convert people. And it's not just first time they hear of you convert to customer. It's, it's a long chain of kind of building that relationship, convert from visitor to prospect, prospect to lead, lead to customer, and, and being able to analyze every step of that. So we say get found, convert, and analyze. We've arranged the marketing grader the same way. So get found is everything that goes on at the mm -hmm. top of your right. sales funnel. Convert is everything that's going on in the middle of your sales fun funnel. Many people who run this will find that they're actually doing a great job at the top of the funnel, mm -hmm. but they haven't really built their marketing strategy with a lot of opportunities for someone to gradually get more involved with your company, to convert at whatever level they're ready to convert at. Um, and, of course, making sure you're measuring everything. So we, we divide the greater out the same way we look at trying to teach people about this inbound marketing, which is really a marketing revolution. It's like, wow, marketing doesn't have to be awful for the person receiving it anymore. That's, that's pretty good. Well, and as I heard you um, talk about, you know, the funnel, and actually I have a, a, a concept that we use in all of our training. We actually call it the marketing hourglass with the idea of you've got the funnel shape at the top, but then you flip that over and, and really start delivering an experience that, you know, turns people into repeat and, and refer customers. But 
as, as I heard you talking about, you know, the, 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 the very specific uses of content. I think that that's a topic that um, that I think a lot of uh, I think everybody's kind of accepted. Yes, we have to you know we have to have content, uh, but the idea that there's very specific uses for content to move people, even even content that converts, um, right. and and I think right. that that's a um, something that you're not only measuring in this, but I th- I'd love to hear your kind of your thoughts on. You know how somebody how somebody strategizes and maps out like the various types of content that that would do that moving along. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's that's where analyze comes in, right? So you have the piece of content, and you you want to have a clear sense as you're creating the content. Do I really think this is mainly a piece of content that's going to get new users? That's going to be very popular out on the web, and people are going to come to my site just to get. Um, or is this content more focused on the type of people who I know are coming to my site all the time on appealing more deeply to them? Mm-hmm. And then building your calls to action, your landing page, and your measurement system very specifically depending on which the piece of content is, is set out to do, right? Yeah. Um, and then, of course, it's the analyze step, right? So we put up a great ebook that we really think is going to be useful for fans of HubSpot to help them really, really understand how they can improve. And obviously one of the answers to how they can improve is pulling all their marketing tools into a single place rather than running around all the time right. with 15 different tools trying to pull it together. A piece of an ebook that helps someone understand that is a much more middle of the funnel piece for us, right? Yeah, sure. And so we're going to look very carefully at how likely are those people to convert to customers? I mean, we're a little bit, we're a little bit spoiled at HubSpot, right? Like when I get the what's the ROI of social media question, I'm almost having a hard time answering it now for a very different reason, which is that here at HubSpot, we know, we know how much monthly recurring revenue we get out of any given ebook because we can see how many visits it drove, how many leads it drove, how many leads turned into customer. We know down to the dollar level the value of each piece of content. And it's hard to sort of help someone else get there if they don't have all their tools talking to each other. Um, but, you know, it's a good problem to have. Yeah, and I think that you guys are probably as good example as an example as there is about this idea of using content to drive everything. Right, um, right. And, and so I think that that you know there's a lot a lot of people could learn a heck of a lot from just watching what you guys are doing. Um, well, and it's also the back end because we're using our right. own tool, we have this incredible, you know, clarity and it's it's plugged right into salesforce.com so we have a closed loop of knowing, you know, which leads were the most useful, which leads were the happiest so that we don't bug our leads who aren't that interested. Yeah. You know, we're we're able to lead score very well, we're able to have great detail on who does convert what types of content led those people to convert and create more content like that. Well, and then the really cool thing, of course, is then you just turn around and and that's the product you deliver to your clients as well. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) We're using the product we deliver. It's, you know, classic drinking our own champagne situation. We use the product we sell every day. Everybody in the company has to touch our product every day. And so we know what we love about it. We know what we want to fix about it. It's, It's a very cool culture. And thank you for not saying dog food <laughs> in that example. Um, you know, it's like, oh, by the way, my product is dog food. Why do people say that? I don't know. I hate that <laughs> I mean, one. hello. <laughs> so what's, um, if I can, if I, if I may uh, um, change course here, what's going on with 140? You may. Um, so 140.com, the site itself uh, won't continue being 140.com long term. 
Um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a long story. Um, but you know, we're very, very focused on serving B2B customers with marketing software and we can't do both jobs well. And you'll see that sites are starting, you know, links are starting to break as tools go Mm -hmm. defunct. And Mm -hmm. so we've made the, you know, obviously difficult decision. Um, but we think it's the right thing to close it down. Um, we are working with a couple different people who are interested in just preserving the list of apps so that people Mm -hmm. can still go and reference it. Um, and hopefully we'll have a way to do that before we shut it down or very shortly afterwards. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so what is, um, uh, we, we haven't really shared it, uh, but the, the website for, let me pull it up, Marketing Greater is just marketing.greater.com, right? Yeah. So, so we've been, you know, sometimes auto audio, it's hard to tell yeah. that you're saying grade or G-R-A-D-E-R, like right. the grades you got in school. Right. Um, you'll be able to find it just from greater.com. If you want to go straight to it, it's marketing.greater.com. And um, the other insider tip I'll give you, because I've run probably 60 or 70 greater reports since this launch, um, we did a lot of little like fun death matches, you know, celebrities versus each other, mm. big brands versus each other. You can actually run the report just by putting your URL into the report, uh, you know, the URL report you already see. So I'm looking right now at marketing.greater.com slash site, www.marketing. You can run as many of those as you want just by changing out the URL at the oh, end. Um, gotcha. And gotcha. we encourage agencies to do that. I mean, you know, I've heard from agencies that are like, you know, I never told you this, but we always use website grader when we're pitching a new prospect. <laughs> we go and we run it and yeah. we use your data to win them as clients. And we're like, yeah, that's, that's totally the intention. Like, yeah. please steal the data, steal this book, use it. You know, it, it's a quick way to run some research before you do an initial prospect call. If you're a marketing agency or marketing consultant, absolutely. We want to help you be better at what you do because we're selling software. We're not trying to sell services. You know, we are thrilled if you use it. Do you, I, I don't know if you were around when this was being cooked up um, in the development stage, but, but how hard is it to build a tool like this? I mean, I'm, I'm guessing there are a whole lot of moving parts that have to get hooked together to pull this much data this fast. I can't comment on when they started because I simply don't know it. I joined the company, um, the transaction where HubSpot acquired 140 was like August 19th that it closed. And I really got up and running the first week of September because I went on a quick little vacation. Um, And I know they've been working on it since at least then. I would bet it was even longer. Um, Also, originally, we were going to take until January to build it and sort of make it a, a New Year's resolution, improve your marketing kind of thing. And our team set ourselves a challenge to to make it even faster. Um, so we launched it December 1st instead. Uh, a ton of work has gone into this. Um, three engineers, our stellar marketeering lead, Karen Rubin, who you all know and love from watching HubSpot.tv. She'll be on at 4 p.m. Eastern today. Um, leads this team. And, man, they have been – and they're still working on it. They're still – okay, what can we make better? They are just a relentless team at, at figuring out what's working for people. What are we seeing in the initial data? We have a great blog post up. I'll tweet a link to it because I don't have it off the top of my head, um, where we show, you know, from the first tens of thousands of reports that have been run, because, oh, my gosh, people are running, you know, I think yeah. 140,000 reports have been run within the first few days. Um, 
we're starting to get some data and put it out there and say, like, this is what marketers are challenged by. This is what average yeah. scores are. Here's how you can benchmark yourself against all marketers, which isn't as useful as benchmarking against a competitor, obviously, but it's still interesting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. So there's great data. Yeah, I, I again, I'll go back to one of the comments I made originally. I think most small businesses have no nothing to benchmark against. So even even a start like this, which some people may think is you know is sort of a simple thing to get, is is so much better than what they have now that it, yeah. it's it's like you know a, a giant leap. Um, yeah, and, and I think if nothing else, truly, as you said. Even if you take five minutes and do this thing, you'll come up with, you know, I'm I'm going to have to go find those uh, images that don't have the alt tags dog on it, um, and, there you and, go. <laughs> and fix them. So you'll find some action steps, and none of that, none of those action steps will ever kill you. You know, they'll all be good for you to do. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, well, what we uh, knew we were on the right track when an early tester said, "Oh my gosh." He said, I literally just signed a contract with a consultant to go fix a long laundry list of stuff about my site and my marketing, and you guys found almost every single one. Ouch. You know, and he's like, it took us a while to figure out what that list needed to be. Your thing figured it out in 12 seconds. Um, so, you know, Jason Falls wrote a great blog post about it, had some very fair, interesting, you know, pros and cons to share. One of his points was, you know, don't tell small businesses that these results are dogma. This is yeah, right. absolutely what you have to do. We couldn't agree more with that. I mean, absolutely. This is a quick start to get you thinking about your marketing in a new way. Some of these things aren't right for you. We oriented this around businesses that need to do a lot of the middle of the funnel, generating leads, building leads. If you have a business model that's not dependent on great leads, you can safely ignore a lot of that middle of the funnel stuff because it's, it's, it's not necessarily measuring what your business model needs. So it's meant to be a great start at, you know, what you need to look at, what you need to think about. And ultimately, as every good entrepreneur knows, it's your business and you need to figure out which ones are most likely to move the needle for you. So I'm not going to get a, a 90 out of 100 badge that I can put on my website. <laughs> People do want those badges, huh? <laughs> you can have one if you want. I think yeah. I think we are working on badges. I think there may or may not be there's a bunch of stuff coming. I don't know which of it I can talk about yet. So yeah. I'll just let you keep tuned to marketing.greater.com, especially as the New Year's rolls around, because it's certainly a New Year's resolution kind of a thing. Yeah. No, this Better is a, marketing in 2012. Definitely a great time to do that. Um, so so what else? Uh, we'll kind of end it with, and again, you, you can share what, you, what you've been told you can share, I guess. Uh, any, anything on the horizon for next year for HubSpot? The, 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 oh, lots and lots of cool, cool stuff. Um, probably the most exciting of which, and I think this is public, is that um, we, we have a very, very engaged base of customers. Mm -hmm. And we've been doing user group conferences every year, the HUGS, HubSpot mm -hmm. User Group Summit. And we're opening up the summit this year by popular demand to all marketers. It okay. won't be limited to just HubSpot customers anymore. So... You know, pencil it in, Boston, Massachusetts, August 27th through the 30th, some really exciting speakers, a big, exciting conference. Cool. Um, again, I don't want to give away too many of the details, but there, and there's a lot of cool stuff throughout the year running up until that. And, uh, you know, Boston is really turning into kind of the Madison Avenue of marketing. Yeah. And so we're very, very excited about bringing that to the city and making it real big. Well, I, th I think particularly in the online space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All mm -hmm. right. Well, you... you Tell them that I'll be waiting for my invitation. 
<laughs> All right. Come on. I will give it to you now. All right. Come play with us. All right. Take care, John. <laughs> All right. Really Thanks. fun to talk to Thanks you. Thanks so much. We'll see you out there.